Thanks to Skillshare for supporting the morning stream. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free at Skillshare.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, sorry about the limp biscuit. Long story short, she died. I'm going to Bluto's. Transitioning to golden boogers. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were considered for the roles of hosts of TMS. Four out of four people found this interesting. <laughs> Riza, the bouncy planet. I don't have a chicken in this fight. Nobody puts data in the drawer. On fire means I love you. Isn't there a Truman called something Capote? <laughs> Major spoilers. Shrek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I told my sister that slingers kill pirates. I'm gonna be a slinger someday. No, you're not. That's worth vomiting. The morning stream. This is the morning stream. Mmm, all your bays are belong to us. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the morning stream. It is TMS for Monday, October 28th, 2019. I'm Scott. That's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi. Oh, oh, hi. Happy Monday to you. Thanks, Feels man. Like we, like we just did this yesterday. Yep, we did. We did a Sunday morning PM thing uh, because we couldn't do it. For, I couldn't do it Friday. I shouldn't say we. You were all good. I, I had a thing. Come up. I was all good. Yeah, I had a thing come up. Couldn't do it. I don't know if you've heard early reviews for the morning show on Apple's uh, new TV thing is getting slammed by critics. Not good. Well, what I'm hearing, at least what I read in uh, um, the Daily, what is that called? Hollywood Daily, Hollywood Reporter, yeah. is that the the first two episodes are like, uh, you know, slogging and mm -hmm. and slow. But by the third hour, you start to see some promise. Okay. And then how about so I'm going to give it? That? I'm going to give it three episodes, and if it doesn't hook me in three episodes, then I'm done. But the um, for all mankind is is certainly doing, uh, looking like it's getting better reviews. Oh, for all that's the mankind. Ronald Moore Apple TV Plus thing. Yeah, the sci-fi unit deal there. Um, right, alternate, alternate. Um, yeah, that seems that seems really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, me too. And there, oh, these so all these reviews are starting to come in. I guess that service is launching soon, so why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, and they went Something bingeable with C all this. Is is apparently hot garbage. Oh, that's the that's the Jason Momoa thing. Um, uh oh, right, right, right. The blind, yes, right. Everybody, everybody can't see. Is that the deal? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think everybody's blind, but then a baby's born that can see. Hold on, let's see. Apple TV Plus review. Jason Momoa eyes, Game of Thrones style action. Okay, here are the first four reviews. Okay, here we go. Variety has reviews. Let's see if they hate or like okay. these four shows that are the first all ones. Right. And apparently they're all like bingeable Netflix style. I thought they were going to do them week by week, but I guess not. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought they were, yeah, I thought it was going to be week by week too. Ooh, listen to that sweet echo. Sorry. That's not you. That's me. Um, oh, you know what it is? I'm going to blame Variety. Their site is a monster. All right. Um, oh. Here we go. We got uh, what you got here is your uh, reviews for the morning show, Dickinson and For All Mankind. Oh, Dickinson's oh, yeah, Dickinson, uh, got yeah. what's her name in there? I like Emily her. Dickinson is a teenager kind of thing. Yeah, I like the girl. Uh, forgot her name. Uh, Chloe Barretts Mertice. No, that's not it. Oh yeah, <laughs> the same girl whose name that you've been <laughs> different you've girl been butchering all weekend. <laughs> different girl. Her name is 
Uh, it's not Chloe Grace Moretz. No, it's what's her freaking name? Oh, geez, Scott, I can't think of her name. Anyway, and I don't see it listed here, but maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Haley Steinfeld. There it is. She's she did the True Grit. She was great in that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so C. I can't believe you don't remember <laughs> Haley Steinfeld. There you go. Uh, C says is pure genre exercise originating from the mind of writer Stephen Knight. Sorely craves the sort of structural integrity the source material can provide, spiraling away from the narrative control uh, as its first three episodes unreal. This series about a post-apocalyptic future in which nearly everyone is blind wastes the time of Jason Momoa and Alfred Wood- Al- Alfred Wood- Woodward. Woodard. Uh, anyway, yeah. they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, the, the Hollywood Reporter says uh, has interesting elements, but not enough not enough depth or vision. Oh. See what they did? Meh. I, I get it. I get what they did there. Right. For all mankind, they liked a lot more. They said this is by far yeah. the better series of the or the strongest of the launch. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Production, costume, design, everything fits the changing times. I, I am very. I love alternate future stuff. Uh, yeah. Or alternate history. I love the it. High castle yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah. Yeah, we'll have to ask. Uh, since this is Ronald Moore, we'll have to see if Daryl is planning on picking up Apple TV Plus to watch this because there's a little bit of a Star Trek connection here. Yeah, for sure. Little uh, TNG, little Voyager, little uh, DS9, little in Battlestar. <clears throat> yep. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So say we all. Yep. Anyway, so say we all. So and the uh, morning, the morning show uh, snooze fest. Oh no, what did they say here? Uh, snooze fest, but has potential after three episodes, right? Yeah, exactly. Struggles out of the gate, but by the third episode, you start to see, um, uh, it starts to show promise. Well, that thing so, is costing them like three hundred million dollars. So yeah, right. They best get that thing in shape. Is all I'm saying. Well, you know, we'll reign supreme as the best TMS. So uh, I'm all right with that. Yeah, they shouldn't have taken our name, you bastards. Yeah. Uh-huh. How you liking it now? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not right. a lot of money for Apple, as Alex says in the chat. That is true. If this yeah. thing tanks, they'll just move on to the next one. But still, be nice sure. if you came out swinging. You know, had some good stuff there at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Starting out slow. I wonder if they upgraded all three of these shows to uh, Catalina. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, hey, check this out. Um, I see these pictures from Brian over the weekend. <laughs> yes. And they show up and it's like the weirdest stuff because we knew we knew Saturday your wife had some cool secret date for you. But I had no idea yeah. what the hell that was doing. So explain it. Why am I looking at coffins and people running Absolutely. alongside them? All right. So I'll give you the real quick uh, the history behind this. So yeah. there's this woman named Emma Crawford and she moved to Manitou Springs just outside of Colorado Springs back in 1889 because she had tuberculosis and she heard somewhere, I think she read in Ladies Home Journal that uh, if you go to someplace with cold water mineral springs, I'm kidding about that part, <laughs> cold water mineral springs, that's good for tuberculosis. Okay. Uh, long story short, uh, it wasn't. She died. Yeah, she died a couple of years later in 1891. But by before she died, she met a uh, civil engineer on the Pikes Peak Cog Railway, mm-hmm. a guy named William Hildebrand, who basically, you know, she said, all right, well, I'm dying. Here's my dying wish. Take my uh, coffin and bury it at the very top of Red Mountain, which is uh, 7,200 feet. You know, this summit that's, that's at the top uh, overlooking Manitou Springs. Okay. Cut to about 30 years later. And... Uh, 
a bunch of harsh winters and a lot of spring rains and unfortunately uh, loosening the dirt and the the stuff holding her coffin in place came <laughs> loose and her coffin slid down the mountainside into the center of Manitou Springs where it broke open, leaving bones and coffin fragments all over the place. <laughs> all right. I love this origin. This is so good. So uh, for the last 25 years, this was the 25th annual Emma Crawford coffin race in Manitou Springs. And what they do is they uh, they get teams, they had 72 different teams who make these coffins. Basically, you take a coffin or you take some sort of sled or container has to be on it looks like it has to be on like casters because we didn't see you we think that the first thing that you'd want to upgrade are like decent wheels right and right, have right have like uh bicycle style wheels on here mm -hmm. no they're all on freaking casters <laughs> and uh somebody has to be in the coffin and you have to have four people pushing it so four people pushing this coffin and one person inside the coffin Okay. And everybody's in costumes. So like they had a fast food one with people dressed as Ronald McDonald, Wendy, the Burger King, and the Chick-fil-A cow. Um, there was a group of uh, Mad Max Fury Road war boys pushing a Mad Max in the in the coffin. Amazing. Uh, with a bunch of uh, roller skating uh, brides. Oh, really? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the first part of the thing is, is a parade where they all come down the street. All 72 coffins kind of make their way all the way down and then all the way back so that all the people on the side can see them all do they run with and it the, they have to run alongside no. like the videos you put up or no uh well the 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 parade is no they're just oh, they're just slowly okay. getting around so everybody can see it Separate then thing. comes the the races right and because having 72 of these vehicles being pushed is kind of a dangerous thing to have all at once they do basically time trials and so it's it's basically racing four people racing this thing down a one mile or half a mile um course down the street and then the time you know the, the three fastest times get to do it again two more times to average out and i don't know exactly what the uh what the rules i don't know all the rules of this thing but i do know that if a caster comes off if one of your wheels comes off you're disqualified which is exactly what happened to the the guys who are dressed up as like Toy Story army men. Oh, like green all over and plasticky looking. Yep, exactly, right. plasticky looking and like it was it was great, great costumes. I put a link by the way if you want to check it out. EmmaCrawfordFestival.com is where you can see videos from um, from this year and the past year. And uh, but it was great. It was like a really cool surprise, like mystery date. Uh, Tina knocked it out of the park. We had such a great time up there. And uh, had you ever seen this before? This is all. No, it, we've heard about it, and we always hear about it. It's like always the, on the news the day after it happens, and every single year we hear about it. And we're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it was last. It was yesterday. We should have gone to that." Mm -hmm. And um, weather was perfect. It was sunny, 70, 60, high sixties, seventy degree. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, day, yeah. no snow. Yesterday, boom, snow fell down. We're like buried under uh, six or seven inches of snow. It's uh, really, so it's really, really good time. We're supposed to get but snow it was a blast. It's going to be really bad. It's going to get cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You're getting what we're in. So, so and, and the other thing that happens is there's a big party that goes around. So the fest of the parade and the races are part of this. And then after all that stuff, all the bars open up. There's live bands, like usually with kind of a Halloween theme, kind of a dead, you know, zombie theme for Emma Crawford and all that. Mm -hmm. and, and all this stuff going on where people are just drinking all day. We decided not to stay for that. We left as soon as the races were uh, over. Yes. <laughs> got out of Dodge. But on the way out, we uh, we got on our little shuttle to uh, 
to get back to the parking lot because there's no parking in Manitou Springs when this is going on. And as we're driving, and everybody's in costume. So there's just tons of people all dressed. Even the people who aren't racing are like dressed up and you've got zombies walking around and and, uh, princesses and stuff like that. Uh, We see a guy dressed up as David Bowie's Jareth from uh, Labyrinth walking along through the parking lot as we're taking the shuttle back to our car. The shuttle's kind of at a standstill, so we're just watching watching Jareth kind of make his way through the parking lot. That's a like, oh, that's a deep it. cut, isn't it? Kind of an odd uh, it is, It's a very deep cut. I think this guy just owns a lot of steampunky Jules Verne kind of looking mm-hmm, outfits, and, mm-hmm. and that David Bowie thing kind of fits. Plus, he's got long blonde hair, so it's one of the things you can do with it. And then he leaves forward and starts puking. Yeah! <laughs> You'll have to hold on a moment while I vomit. <laughs> You remind me of the brawl <laughs> <laughs> with the power. What brawl? Yeah, they. I mean, I assume it's Party Town USA after the after the bars open up and everyone it goes. It totally is, nuts. and I'm I'm glad we got out of there when we did because it was so it was a mess day? enough. What time of day was this when you were there? Oh, like twelve noon. Oh, okay. to, we were there from about eleven until two. Okay, that's perfect. That's yeah. when I would leave too. I'd be good. Yeah. I'd be like, "All right, we've yeah, seen the thing I came here." Time. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of kids in their video, but uh, I assume that that all <laughs> they all yeah, kids go. Away. Kids go, and then everybody else stays and parties and, and does all this stuff. That's cool. It looks like Main Street, uh, Park City, a little bit. Like, oh, it's total. Yeah, I mean, it is total small town. It's like the the streets are lined with um, uh, ice cream shops and restaurants and. Uh, souvenir places old-timey photo places and then there's a comic store that i got to go into and check out and this comic store has a room in the back this would be the comic store that i would make yeah uh comic store in the front action figures toys all that stuff and then uh the next room behind it is uh filled with tables for tabletop game big wall of tabletop games and then and then a full bar with um tvs all around wow so i would this is the kind of comic shop that I would do is like this tabletop bar gaming lounge kind of thing. Yeah, that's my jam uh, too. In a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. I'd spend all my time there is what I'd do. Totally. Well, I'd, I'd make sure there's enough room for a podcasting studio back there with a, a live broadcast into the into the comic book store bar area. Mm-hmm. There'd be sound and uh, the screen and everything. We would, uh, the, the, uh, deal, done. Make yeah. it happen. Yes. Make it happen. Park uh, Green River uh, is where we're making this <laughs> thing. We're setting up shop in Green River. Next to the sushi place, you can't miss it. Check it out. Right. Check no, us I mean, out. That everybody. would be, if anyone wants to go in on this, yeah. <laughs> Scott or I to start one in your town, let me know. Wow. Well, yeah. that the David anyway. Bowie bit's my favorite part of your story, and um, <laughs> I hope that guy's okay. You know, Sarah. Hope so too. Yeah. Try not to step in my vomit, Sarah. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of uh, that was, <laughs> you know, I famously it was that night that I went and saw Labyrinth with that girl. Took her to mm-hmm. Chi-Chi's where I worked. Oh, got a strawberry daiquiri. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the girl who I worked with there started telling everybody she was pregnant, and I was the father. I went what home to and, after Labyrinth. Huh? Yeah, and I went home and barfed that dac that alcoholist daiquiri all over the place. And then now you've now we've come full circle. David Bowie lookalike barfing. Yeah. No, the one Fantastic. that she said I got pregnant, Alex. Yes. I didn't actually. I didn't get anybody pregnant. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Here's what I know for sure. All right, and close your kids' ears yes. if they need to not hear this yet, or you haven't had the talk. But in order to get pregnant, you need to have sex. <laughs> I've learned that a few times uh, with, yes. in my own life and after I got married. But uh, 
that never happened with this girl, but she went on to complain to say it anyway. And she's the same girl who showed up at two o'clock in the morning one night with a yellow teddy bear on the porch with a knife in it with fake blood on fire <laughs> and put a note like, that said, I, I love like you. It. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, just the fact that it's like, uh, this needs something else. Let's see. Oh, I'll know. Do some. I'll do a knife with fake blood. Yeah. Oh, what else? It needs something else. I know. Fire. <laughs> Freaking Paula, dude. She was nutsoid. She was wacko. And have you uh, have you looked on Facebook to just see if she's like? Uh, I don't know her last you know, name. Running from the law. Or, if or I knew her like last that. name, I would totally do this, but I don't know yeah. it. I just I forgot it. It was Paula something, and she was trouble from the beginning. But I just, we went on like two dates was no big deal mm -hmm. and then i stopped dating her and then she got mad and that's when she started spreading those rumors and then sent me the bear you know and brian nothing says i love you like a burning bear with a knife in it at 2 a.m yeah exactly yeah nothing nothing at all by the way i like how when you say i don't remember her last name paula something four separate people in the chat room want to assume it was paula poundstone oh yeah it was definitely paula poundstone now yeah, that you've all said definitely that. famed stand-up comedian <laughs> Paula Poundstone. I mean, every time I listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, I'm reminded of that horrible night with the bear with the knife in it. <laughs> uh, anyway, she was a, she was uh, nutty, and let's never forget uh, about it. All right. I also have a an MMFR for you today, no! Scott. An MMFR. Mad Max Fury Road. No, a Monday morning film review. Oh. Uh, last night or yesterday afternoon, we went, we braved the elements. We went out in the snow to our local theater mm. and we watched the movie judy judy starring mm. renee zellweger as judy garland never even heard of this this is a biopic um a biopic about judy garland is basically her last last year um she did this uh, stint in london at this place this uh, uh club called the talk of the town mm -hmm. doing four or several uh, sold out performances to this you know huge huge theater and then she passed away six months later spoiler uh, alert from the drugs right it was from, from the, drugs. the drinking and the drugs yeah, yeah exactly she had a rough one Sidian <laughs> says starring the remaining 10 percent of renee zellweger's <laughs> original face <laughs> you know Sidian, you are not at all wrong and it's unfortunately the 10 percent of renee zellweger's face that does that weird pursed lips thing that she always does that yeah she's you know not that, it that, doesn't even look like the same person to me it freaks me out yeah, me either. I don't but, like uh, it. You had me at uh, uh, you had me at Botox is her famous line. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um the movie's good. Uh I don't think Renee Zellweger was very good in it. Oh. I think she's she comes across the the times that she's really trying to portray Judy Garland, she comes across as kind of a caricature of Judy Garland. Mm. Um it's a it's it's unfortunate, but I think the movie itself is going to do really well because it's a great story and it's a great, it's it's absolute Oscar bait for sure. Well, reviews um, are good. Uh, 83%, yeah. 86 audience. This seems strong. Yeah. Uh, um, and a bad. lot of, and a lot of reviews. I looked at the reviews this morning just to see if I was crazy. And you know, a lot of reviewers disagree. They think Renee Zellweger did a great job. I, I don't think she was great in it, but uh, biopics where they where it's more of an impression and less of a performance yeah or, or i don't yeah. even know how to explain that like you it's such a fine line because uh uh the the freddie mercury thing last year could have been mm -hmm. could have been way too over the top and way too much of an impression and instead he yeah. gave that he gave that performance so much soul it didn't it worked 
Right. So it's it's this fine line though. It's like you're just right there, man. You're either gonna go full yeah. impression and parody by accident, or you're gonna go the other way and try to get some nuance or whatever. Like Philip the, Seymour uh, Hoffman did that thing with uh, what was his thing? Humf- or, uh, not uh, um, Humphrey. Um, Truman Capote. Yeah, Capote. That Truman Capote yeah. thing, or yeah, it was called Capote, right? It was called Capote. Yeah. He didn't even. And then I mean, he's Toby. All, Toby uh, Jones also did one the same year called. Oh right. Into the what? No. Uh, I. Uh, it was the name of his wild. book. It was the name of his book, right? The. De- yes. Death. Yeah. On deadly. On deadly, on deadly ground. On deadly on, earth. Earth of the dead. Dead. The dead rise no more. <laughs> in cold in blood. Cold that's blood, it. That's Thank it. you, Free Rangers. <laughs> I can remember the name. He kept, all I could think of was stupid uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. <laughs> or Steven Seagal movies. Hard target. Yeah. Hard target. We also um, rented Rocketman because we really wanted to see it. Uh, the Elton John biopic. Oh, yeah. And Taron Edgerton is funny. The same weekend we saw... Saw Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, and then we saw Follow the Yellow Brick Road the next day. Oh, uh, weird. Turn Edgerton was great. That was really, really good. Yeah, I've heard good things um, about that. Yeah, it's way more. It's surprisingly, it's way more um, musical than I was expecting. So it's not like Bohemian Rhapsody, where the music that's in there is is Rami Malek and the guys performing Queen, right? Mm-hmm. And there is some of that, but there's times in Rocket Man where it's almost done like a musical, like um, Taron Edgerton will just start at the dinner table, start singing. Well, I think it's going to be a long, long time. The touchdown brings me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I want to see that. I heard, I also heard it. I heard it was good. Hey, where there, how much man wiener is in it? Uh, No man wiener, but uh, there's, you know, there's a couple scenes of men, messing around ah. there's no nudity no nudity at all in there oh all right i thought i heard somewhere yeah. there was full frontal man wiener if there was i didn't see it but i did see <laughs> but there is you know there's a little bit of uh gay romance how about judy is there any man wiener in judy <laughs> uh no but you know she big big uh, gay icon of course yeah uh uh no male wiener in that one either wait was she gay i didn't know that no, she wasn't, but she was a big... Oh, the, um, the gay people liked her. She was a big gay, gay icon, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, icon, an icon for the homosexual community. Gotcha. Uh, did... Um, Where do we just see a ton of... Oh, it's Chernobyl. The, all the miners walking around with their oh, duels. Oh, yeah, that. dude, yeah. that like, was... What do we just see, like, a ton of... Uh, <laughs> that was Man, Man Wiener. Wiener Festival, that thing. It really was. Like, it was a, sausage, a little uh, Russian sausage party. <laughs> So is it true that uh, Judy Garland, uh, the, party. the the drug overdose happened from snorting coke off the off the butt of a, a little person? Does that, a that happen? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I don't think that's correct. Did it's... I make that up? I might have made that up. I think that might have been one of those things that's you know those long running uh, uh, urban legends mm-hmm. about. <laughs> there, <laughs> there you have it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, by the way, opening this weekend, Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, which is doing okay, 66%. It's not terrible. People and, still saying that it's the sequel that that one and two deserve. Yeah, I keep hearing that too. That makes me happy. And I also mm-hmm. like, I like old Arnold. There's something cool and grizzled yes. about him. I like it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He should do more movies now that he's old. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, you got your top box office, still Joker. And then... Uh, all the way down at number like eight, the lighthouse, which is the one I want to see the most, which is at ninety-two percent. Everybody seems to love that thing. 
you got your Robert Pattinson and your uh, what's his name? Trist- yeah, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Tristan saw that last week while he was on his little California road trip. He saw an early, like he saw it, he saw it at the ArcLight two days before the premiere. Mm-hmm. That kid. Yeah. He said it was great. Yeah, I keep hearing it's really good. So I'm I'm excited to see that one. I'm, that's another one that's absolutely going to be. Uh, in the Oscars for something. And you look at Robert Pattinson's face and I can start to see Batman a little bit in that, Mm. in their promo stuff for that movie. You kind of can see it. And he's a good actor. He's fine. You guys need to calm down about Batman. I'm not talking to the chat room, but you know, people in general, he may be just fine. And I really like the director who's going to make Batman. So everyone just calm the F down. All right. All right. Hey, uh, we're going to play a game. Uh, We're going to bring in special guests. What? I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh yeah, this is legit. We're going to we're going to do a little something in celebration of the 10-year anniversary of Filmsack, which is actually tomorrow technically, but uh it was 2009. Right. Well, we don't 29th. do a Battle Royale tomorrow, no, so we don't. <laughs> we definitely do not. We didn't want to do it the yeah. day after. That'd be lame. So we're doing it today. Silly. Uh joining us on the line, we have both Brian Dunaway. Hello Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian and somebody else. And Randy <laughs> Jordan. Hello, Randy. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. The entire... <laughs> the entire Friends, freaking group. We're all going to laugh at you. We're all, yeah, Friends, they're all going to laugh I bring the best news. You could. This is breaking news. I am oh. breaking some news. Are you going to leak something? Are you going to leak? Leak it. A, a long 62-day national nightmare is over, my friends. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Did they finally put out the skyline fire? <laughs> <laughs> well, what oh. that wouldn't be funny. Yeah, no, yeah. wouldn't. Be. Um, oh, okay, sorry. Sixty-two. We're not gonna laugh at you. <laughs> exactly. Sixty-two days since we ran out of Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Oh. We're coming oh. back. Oh, we're yeah. coming back, nice. my friend. We went. We went. No, I, I absolutely do care. And I went there yesterday. And you're right; they're still out. But the guy behind the thing said, "We're somebody said we're getting them again. So check back later." Yep, that, that, that no. date would be I'm Sunday, November later. the 3rd. Hold Boycotting. On. Boycott Hold Popeyes. Boy- Popeye, okay, then you don't need to talk anymore right I'm now. Going to, I'm so going to Popeyes. <laughs> Popeyes is bringing back the chicken sandwich on Sunday. Think about that. Nice. It's a great troll. I'm so proud of them. All right. I like them. Is, is Sunday uh, there's something special about Sunday? Mm. Yes, there's something special about Sunday and chicken sandwiches. And, and it's, that's November the 3rd. Mark your calendars. We're all gonna go get Popeyes Daylight. chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Daylight savings time ends. Yeah. And finally, oh, that right. hour goes yeah, away, right. and we can get a chicken sandwich. Finally, I'm oh, proud of the chat. The, oh, room about for the understanding same time why is... it's a troll. Mm-hmm. What about the oh, let's see why. I'm still looking because Chick Fil A is closed on Sundays. Oh, oh right. Okay. Does still go to Chick Fil A? I thought we don't like them anymore because. Unlike Judy Garland, they are not a gay we icon. We don't, but in the great chicken sandwich wars of 2019, <laughs> the main combatants were Popeyes and Chick-fil-A, I love man. The Colonel doesn't even doesn't even rank no. a, you know, a rank a mention. No. Colonel doesn't get into I'm, this mix. He doesn't make chicken Colonel, anymore. Which Who's a colonel? They don't make sport? chicken anymore. It's not chicken. It's some kind of colonel mushed Sanders? up garbage poop. Oh. You know, the double down. Yeah. <laughs> the All chicken right. sandwich made with two pieces of chicken. I, I mean, look, I had one of those things before they went uh, scarce, and they were it was fantastic, and I loved it, and I couldn't wait for them to come back. Uh, Dunaway, do you have a, do you have any skin in this fight? 
between uh, No, I prefer my own chicken at home. I don't go out and eat the fried chicken. So I don't really have a He's a clean chicken eater. Chicken in this fight. Yeah, he's a, he's a clean eater. He's better than us is what he is. No, I'm not better than you. I just, my my delicate digestive system and my lack of gallbladder makes it difficult to consume the fried food. Uh, it makes sense. They're all going to laugh at you. Not really. They won't they laugh at you. They already did. It'll be fine. They're they all going to laugh at you. <laughs> Brian, oh. Brian's echoey impression is pretty I'm, spot on. I'm here to tell you, if you, love you. <laughs> if you haven't seen this year's uh, most awesome uh, uh, Halloween costume, it's the sexy sold-out Popeye's chicken sandwich costume. Oh, wow. It is amazing. Is that real? It Can I actually see that. this somewhere? Where is this? Oddly, like enough, an... oddly enough, plenty of supply of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody's running out of that stuff. All right. Well, irony. Having you both here is a fantastic thing because you're going to both participate today in Battle Royale. It's a great idea. Yes, it is. And we're going to enjoy ourselves because, one, we get to celebrate uh, Film Sack's 10-year anniversary, but we also get to do this. All right, we are going to do Babel Royale. That means you guys get to call in and try to win some prizes. We have questions. We have answers. We already have a caller. Let's see if we can find out who this is already. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Michael. Well, hello, Michael. Where are you from? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Land of fancy donuts. Welcome to the show. <laughs> in Portlandia. Yes, it's good to have you here. Uh, this is how it's going to work. Brian will explain the rules, what you could win, and what our topic is. Brian? That is correct. I'm going to be giving Scott, Randy, and Brian a topic. Oh. They're going to go back and forth, round-robin style, with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, they are out. Ooh. Winner will be last man standing. Got it. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael, your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a pair of CDs from Dizzy Box 9 and Trend Selva. Plus, oh my God, did you get? Did you come in on a great day for this? Holy cow. Okay. The Sam Goody 1997 uh, promotional sampler featuring <laughs> tracks by uh, Crystal Method, uh, Limp, no, not Limp Biscuit. Who is it here? It is... Uh, uh, Blink 182's Josie is on here. Goldfinger. Uh, oh, the Limp Biscuit is on here. Um, this will be yours. And uh, well, you know, we're the, sorry uh, about the Limp Biscuit part, but yes. And uh, the uh, the Armageddon uh, Criterion Collection. Uh, Ooh, you know. Armageddon. That's a, yeah. The, see, that's that's hey. the joke is that I really play up the <laughs> Sam Goody thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, awesome. Armageddon Criterion Collection double disc set with um, bonus features. Um, and uh, uh, director's cut. Does it have all the scenes where uh, Ben Affleck eats an entire box of animal crackers out of the belly button of uh, He eats Arwen? many, many animal products oh. out of Liv Tyler's oh. belly button. Oh. Not just crackers, oh. but actually an entire spicy chicken sandwich. I'm glad they finally, they finally settled on the cracker. I think that was probably good for them. Fine. Uh, yes, exactly. That's an excellent lineup. Uh, nice, yes. nice package. Nice package, Brian. So, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to randomly pick an order here. Uh -huh. I'm going to say, because uh, um, alphabetical, go alphabetical. Uh, go alphabetical, Brian. First name or Randy last name? Scott. Okay, yeah. all right, Brian, Randy, Scott. Okay, but Michael still gets to decide who goes first, and we start with that person in the in the round robin. That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah, that's great. All right. 
That makes perfect okay, sense. but he can't pick until I tell your topics. Everybody, make sure you close your browsers. No Google, no Bing, no no nothing. No Duck Duck Go, no looking at film sack stats, none of that yep. stuff. Hide the Ooh. chat room as well. No chat room up. None of that. That's right. Marshall Thompson wrote in and said, "Hey, for the tenth anniversary of Film Sack, it sure would be great to see how many." Arnold Schwarzenegger movies oh, the God. guys can name that we've watched for Film Sack. And I said, that's pretty good, but I'm going to go one better. Mm. We're going to say any movie that we've watched on Film Sack starring either Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone because they were both considered for this role. Man! Wait, You're saying <laughs> movies that actually starred one of those two? Yeah. Movies that featured one of those two actors. We've watched 24 okay. movies right. that have featured Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or Sylvester Stallone. Okay. In, a, in the middle yeah. of that, I got the feeling you were asking for <laughs> movies that Where they, were, they considered? were considered for. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that that would be, don't like, even God, go that would be Every one. Right. <laughs> That'd be the entirety of the uh, lineup. That's right. Nice. Yes, exactly. Right. By the way, I think Marshall Thompson are two names of amplifiers. Oh, but I might be wrong. Marshall. Anyway. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. I think that is right. I know Marshall amplifiers. I think Thompson makes amplifiers, too, but I could be wrong. That's crazy. Michael from Portland. Um, Brian, Randy or Scott, who do you want to go first? And who do you think is going to win this? I think we'll go with Scott to start and Randy to win. Okay. Okay. I like this. Right. I like the cut of your jib. Here goes. Mm. So and and when someone you. when someone fails, they're just they out. Drop out. Going. Yep. Yep, okay. exactly. Right. We go until there's one man standing. Okay, uh, we're going to start with uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Terminator 2 Judgment Day from 1991, mm -hmm. starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. All right, we're off to the races now. We go to Brian. Well, we watched this one recently. It was the Stallone-inator, and uh, he played. It was he was in that Rocky Three we watched. He was in Rocky Three from 1982. Well done, Brian. All right. I guess I'll just uh, I guess I'll just tack right up to Rocky Four. That's an easy oh, one. Seems yeah, like a very good, good very right, good idea. Right. Rocky Four in 1985. I've gotten in trouble in this game before uh, trying to trying to be clever. Mm, and yes. Yeah. Like, right. I play yeah, really. Save your clever for when you know when there's things that people are forgetting. Yeah, I'm playing playing it safe this yeah, time, especially yeah. when you're the pick for the smart, win. Smart, smart. Yeah, I gotta win this thing. Yeah, right. um, I'm gonna put those two fellers together in the exp no. Wait, 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 wait. Was he in that? Hold on, I it's, one of them it. was. I, what is yeah, it? I mean, what is what is your yeah, problem? Yeah, I guess it's either way, the Expendables. Because if I'm wrong about them both being in it, it doesn't matter. The Expendables definitely right. had shw uh, uh, shawarma. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Shawarmanism. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarma. Arnold Schwarma. No, I'm not going to try and finish the pun. They both were in the Expendables okay. for 2010, which oh we did God. watch. I couldn't fun. remember if he was in one or the others, you know, the sequels or whatever. I couldn't remember. This reminds me, Scott got me with the nickname of me for the Carrie episode yesterday, and I really, like, I haven't mm -hmm. had the giggles overcome me like that in a while. <laughs> and it was, was like... Point, it was, was the point at which I thought it was your... Uh, um, your opening, like it was that, like it, you're going to do it there. Uh, Randy's all going to laugh at you. Yeah, uh, really? for your I, was, I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just too. don't know what got under my skin, but that was just it was one of those. And you feel it for hours. Like yeah. you feel mm -hmm. the, I don't know, like the tension release. I don't know what it is. Well, here anyway, it is. Sorry. This Go is ahead. the line that got you right here. I can see your dirty pillows. 
I can see him, except I said I can see his <laughs> dirty pillows. And it dirty, really, it dirty caught, pillows. It caught him just right, I guess. Anyway. All right, that was Scott. Yeah. Now we're over to Brian. I'm going to go with Schwarzenegger this time. Okay. Seems like I remember us doing that stupid documentary, Pumping Iron. Oh, look at you pulling <laughs> that up the earlier documentary. this year, right? It was. 1977, stupid. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Pumping Iron. Because oh, I get the feeling that I'm... I'm axing when I'm lifting the weights. <laughs> Except he doesn't say that. He uses a different word. Oh, yeah, you know the right. hardest part about this is, having three, trying to remember what everybody yeah. said. Because, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is hard. Well, there's right. a chance that, that you know, that uh, it's not a 50-50 shot here. Like, yeah. you know, Michael has a, has two chances to lose. Mm. That's true. Wow. Well, all the pressure. If we get That's them right. all right, then he wins too. So there is that Correct. option. Yes. There's yeah. 24 so, movies. You guys can do this. All right, Randy. So I've got a theme going here. And so I have to say the Expendables 2. Mm. Yes, you do. Mm. I thought we did 2. that, but I was a little bit, for some reason, there was a little doubt in the back of my head going, did we really do two? Or did I think we, we did two. We if did, I remember correctly, we, we watched the two of them fairly close together, but yeah, we, did we did watch them in the correct order, yeah, unlike <laughs> most of our sequels. I can't I'm remember if we did I'm not going to be able three. to follow this theme much longer, though. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, it's over now. <laughs> I don't remember if we did three or if what's if the other dude we, was in it. Did we talk about it? We talked about it. We never did it, though, right? Did we not do it? I don't know. We do this all the time where we think we did a movie. Well, I guess we, we could talk about it during the contest, can't we? Yeah, 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 can't yeah, really yeah. say it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This is bad table talk. All right. Um, all right let's Scott. stay Schwarzenegger-ish. Uh, Commando. Commando. Ooh, that's a good from 1985. We certainly did watch that one. Mm. I don't have the dates on which yeah. when we watched when we did them on Film Sack, unfortunately, but. Right. I could go look it up, except it would give me view that of all movies. That would kind of be uh, an unfair advantage, yeah, yes. I don't want to do that. All right. Uh, Brian. Ray Brian. Ray <laughs> Brian thinks maybe he's going to stick with a Schwarzenegger, try to also take the Randy tact of not mixing it up too much, and go with The Running Man. Mm. The Running Man. It is tracksuit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is true. Yes, indeed, we did watch The Running Man. And, uh, okay. All Richard right. Dawson kissed many ladies. It's an early I'm win this game. Mm. I'm going to win this game on the strength of our strings of sequels, and I have to name Rocky Five. Oh, very good. 1990s Rocky Five. We did. We did it before Rocky Four or Rocky Three. Yeah, exactly. that's right. It's a oh, piece man, of poop. We did that one a long time ago. Five is the worst one. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, back to Scott. Uh, let's go Stallone, and let's do over the top the arm wrestling. Oh, thing. there's a good one. Yes. Yeah. Me halfway across <laughs> of, the sky. One of our best episodes of Film Sack, by the way. Like, it's, oh, really? It's yeah. It's a it's really. Good, I, I heard it maybe two months ago. I, I heard it again. You I might like, hear this wow. a lot from listeners too. They really like that one. Apparently, that episode is over the top. Whoa! <laughs> over the top. <laughs> 1987. All right. Hello, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brian. I'm going, but I'm. Trying is, to remember if anyone said it because I've heard a lot of I've is, heard a lot of movies in my head, and now I'm hearing them in Randy's voice sometimes, yeah, Scott's sure. voices. Yeah. Well, I was trying to stay away, trying to stay with either within science fiction and then action, so I wouldn't get confused. But we kind of mixed it up so much. Ooh, did we say? Did we say Sylvester Stallone in the Demolition Man yet? Nope. Demolition Man. Nope. Is that your guess? We, we, we don't. We have, don't don't mess with me. Demolition Man is my guess. Yet. 1993 okay, Demolition Man. We absolutely 
did do that one. We and nobody is abs- no ab- absolutely nobody has mentioned it yet. Yeah, so well you done. you mentioned the three shells thing in your intro yesterday, so it may have been on yeah, your mind yeah, and thinking of, that you mentioned. Well of, done, yeah. my friend Brian. Yeah, well done. Mm, well done, and you gave me another. Uh, well, close to a demolition sequel. man two. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I'm just gonna say the the thing that most people think of as a sort of spiritual sequel, which is Judge Dread, which I'm certain to <laughs> be exactly. Judgey Dready. We did indeed. Uh, yeah, it came out two years after Demolition Man. I think they used some of the same sets and costumes and people yeah. and, and script. Um, we did, at least I think we've only done one of these, but we did First Blood. I don't know if we've done other Rambos. I don't remember, like if we did two or not, but I know we did one. We did do one, First Blood, 1982. Okay. Underrated film, really. I yeah, really it was that. great. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. I wish his new one was getting better. Uh, I'm telling you, I I saw it. You don't need to see it, but if it's in your <laughs> if it's in your wheelhouse, you should see it at the theater. Like it's just one of those. Okay, mm. I like well, the last one before this. That was really good. And this is exactly like that. I mean, okay. it just carries right along from that. Okay, interesting. All right. Okay, I think that takes us back to Brian Dunaway. It does indeed. All right, so uh, so this I'm. Um, I'm getting a little worried about the science fiction side now. I don't want to name any more of those. It's like we've done a lot of those, but I do remember the fantasy stuff. And I think we only mentioned one, so I'm going to go with uh, the other, which is Red Sonja. Mm. Red Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. It might have been the first one that we watched, the first That's Schwarzenegger really thing yeah. that we watched. 1985's Red Sonja, starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and. Um, what Bridget Nielsen, right? Am I remember, remembering correctly? Uh, yeah, she was Red. She was Red Sonja, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was in our first year. That's like uh, the first year yeah. of our ten-year tenure. <laughs> All right, Randy. Oh, I'm nervous. Sorry, that was me. This is this is like yeah. going longer than I was expecting. Yeah, we're coming down to it here. People would start dropping out and just hand me the win. Um. Uh, I'm certain that we haven't yet named our 100th episode of Film Sack. Back when I, back when I thought, oh man, if we ever hit 100 episodes, we gotta sack the most notoriously reviewed film of all time, and that's a uh, Last Action Hero. Mm. Yes, indeed, oh, Last Action yes. Hero from 1993. Mm-hmm. A Schwarzenegger film. Yeah, a Tywin Lannister thing. That's um, right, Charles Dance with stuff and weird crap in his eye. Yeah, he had contacts like smiley faces or something in him, right? Mm-hmm. Hard targets. All right. Um, <laughs> I know we. I already said Terminator Two, so now I'm going to say Terminator One. Good, good choice. Um, yeah. Otherwise known as the Terminator, 1984, the Terminator starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Didn't we do? He said in, he'd be back, and he was. He was. Didn't we do those in order, or no? Yes, okay. I think so. All right. Trying to find other examples where we're way out of order, and maybe well, that's just a recent thing. Now they think about it, maybe we did do. The sequel before the first one. I can't remember. I don't remember actually. either. We always do the sequel first. I mean, every time. <laughs> we Let's usually do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. More, it happens more that way than the other way, than the correct way. Brian's turn. I had never right. seen this one in before film stack, uh, and it had a couple action stars in it, but it was, it was kind of silly and fun. Tango and Cash. Oh. Tango and Cash. Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone and a dude with a really big chin. You guys made me watch it, and I appreciate it. I, I didn't like, want to do it at the time. I had fun with that movie. It was all right. It was, uh, you know, watching that movie was like being a rat. Yeah. In a maze. It's hard to think of someone like Kurt Russell in his prime for the 
the comic relief part of action. You yeah. know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where he's the straight yeah. man and he encounters something absolutely nutty. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't yeah, really think yeah. of anyone to compare to him, you know? Mm-hmm. No, no. And it was a, you know, I mean, that was the height of his action stuff, right? This uh, escape from New York. And well, I guess it was the tail end of all that. But we yeah. didn't, we haven't really seen him done much action since then. No. Am I up? Like rom coms. Uh, that was uh, Brian. So, yes, you're up. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Kind of dredging the bar- bottom of my barrel here. I, when this game started, I thought, oh, I got, I got one that'll get me through when everybody else falls over, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there now. So, uh, uh, after Schwarzenegger was no longer governor, he, he made a movie and mm-hmm. we watched it for film sack and it was called the last stand. Indeed it was. Oh, X-Men, the last stand. X-Men, the last stand. Get out of here. I forgot 2013, we the last stand with a really cool Sheriff Schwarzenegger. And, <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville, I want to say. Yes. Or no, oh, wait, really? not okay. Johnny Knoxville. Wasn't it? Oh, shoot. Was it Knoxville? I don't I can't uh, remember who it was like. There was a time when Johnny Knoxville was the weirdo sidekick guy in a bunch of action movies that had comic. It might be who I might be thinking of is what's his name's kid. Um, uh, oh, I can't think of anybody's names. Oh, Randy, this is All a tactic right. you're using. I, I can't think about your stuff right now. I know. Well done. Know. Good, good distraction. Um, all right. Um, Scott think about who. Scott, you just need to name a Jean-Claude Van Damme film that we've watched. Just do it. <laughs> who am I thinking of? Oh, Gary Busey's kid. Uh, oh, Jake, Jake Busey. Busey. That, he was yeah. in that, I think. I think. Baby Crazy. Busey. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, uh, well, now, I'm thinking, now I'm getting totally. Don't we mention another actor? I know. I'm trying know, to stay know, as know, focused as possible. Six. Six left. You've named three fourths of the the uh, Stallone Schwarzenegger movies we've well, seen. By the way, always, it's always an affair when we do these. Next time, next time, Brian Ibbett. Next time, it needs to uh-huh. be Danny Trejo and Jean Claude Van Damme. That's even got to dig into well, those. Well, now that you've said it and you can study for it, yeah. then I can't do it yeah, in ten years. He has to surprise us. Um, all right. Uh, oh, uh, the name just left me. Hold on. Two weeks. Two weeks. Three boobed lady. There's a three boobed lady. Hold on. John Cusack has to uh, mm-hmm. ski down it's, a mountain. You can do it. Ah, it's got Johnny Red, Cab. Red Planet. Johnny Cab. Red. Not Red Planet. It's on the Red Planet. <laughs> uh, but Ronnie Cox is in it. They take a mission to Mars. Johnny Cab, Ronnie Cox. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Shit. Oh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Total recall. Can, oh, that is hilarious. You finally that got the irony. Total Recall. It took, took you a while. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Did you have to pull that out of your nose? <laughs> 1990s. Uh, <laughs> total Recall. That's Quaid. And what are we going to do? What, what else? Like, this, what? There can't be many more of these, right? There five. are five more. Five more. I have yeah, one. I have one, and I'm done. So if, you get, if I can't, unless, I, unless you... Guys, tip your hand somewhere. I've only got one left. Yeah, and okay. I think it's uh, um, who who did that last one? That was, uh, that was Scott struggling. Sprint. Yes, yeah. To, to recall total recall. So now we're on to Brian. Yeah, yeah. I've been, he was struggling I, okay. with total recall. Think of the yes. irony there. How stupid is that? All right. I'm gonna go with a a very young Sylvester Stallone in Death Race 2000. Oh. Wow, it was uh, Frankenstein. Yes, yeah. good job. 1975. The Italian stallion driving around like a madman. Shite. Which reminds me of the other movie that I thought we did, but I'm not 100% sure. And I keep thinking, yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we no, did. 
All right, yeah. Randy, yours. <laughs> I. Mm. <laughs> okay. Don't get me so freaking nervous. I'm over here chewing my vitamins. I can. I know. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Um. Okay. I think I only have one. We more <laughs> we sacked we sacked around we sacked. the world in eighty days. Oh! You did sack. That was mine. <laughs> Wait, who was in? Which Schwarzenegger, one? Was... Schwarzenegger made a cameo. What was he in... doing? Yeah. The only reason I knew this one is I made what? a I made a gif of his face when he yells. I was no. already laughing at you because I was like, "There's nobody in that one." But all right. you're already laughing at him. Get it? I was already laughing at you. And you know what? They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. We're all gonna laugh at you. Wow. Okay, I am like shaking that that, that actually worked. Yeah. I I wasn't. I I don't remember sacking that film, guys. Um, we drunk. did. Okay, my turn. Yes. We did two movies with almost the same name. One has Stallone, I think, in it, and the other is a more modern outer space thing. But they were both. I'm sad that you're trying prisons. to make our guest lose. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> trying to point. be a normal player here. I gotta. I gotta be competitive. Yeah. Uh, it's. I'm just gonna start naming down, the movies that are in. Locked in, locked in, locked down, locked down, locked down, locked in. Hold on. This Ooh, is if my you answer. didn't get it, then I might have that one. I forgot locked about that one. On. <laughs> locked on. This may save me from Randy. Wow. Go ahead and fail. It was about prison and jail. Lock up. Lock up. Lock up. Very oh, good. yes. Holy smack, dude. Nineteen eighty-nine lock up starring Stallone. Yeah. Sorry, friend. I guess you're not getting the prices. <laughs> not this week. Well, there are uh, two more God. on my list. I'm double-checking one of these because I'm questioning it. But uh, let's see how you guys do. So that was uh, Scott. No, yeah, that was Scott. So Brian. Are you saying there's only potentially one left? Maybe. There are okay. Here we go. There are two more. Okay. I I'm gonna. I I mean. I I hope Brian Dunaway just gives up here because I have a fun guess, and I would love for it to come in and win this thing. Well, I'm go. having trouble thinking of any any more Schwarzenegger films at all. All I can think of is Stallone films for some reason. Mm. And I, maybe it's because we've talked about it so many times and we've tried to do it. Did we ever? Did we ever watch Daylight? Dang. I'm going with Daylight. Dang it. Daylight, yes. Uh, we should, but we haven't. And then uh, there were two. we talked about it so many times. <laughs> All right, we're down to two. All right, now Randy has the, the chance to win it for uh, uh, for our contestant and, uh, and, and prove uh, film sec dominance here. Let's, Michael is Michael. It's all up to it's all up to you, Randy. If Michael gets this, yeah, this is all Randy. You'll, okay. know, you'll know who to blame. All right, this doesn't go well. I have a guess. Okay, it's uh, it's insane, but I've been watching a certain new TV series, <laughs> and I listened to an episode of Film Sack maybe two weeks ago, and in the episode, we mentioned Sylvester Stallone. Uh huh. And we mentioned Sylvester Stallone because I think he was on screen, not because he was considered for a role in the movie. Right. <laughs> I just, I'm just like, 
I hope this works. Okay. What's left? Because I only can't. Was Stallone <laughs> credited for an appearance in Watchmen? He indeed was. What? In 2009's Watchmen, he is a cameraman. Uh, um, I don't remember in the film. that. Sylvester Stallone makes an appearance. Don't what? Don't remember Watchmen. that. In Watchmen. Oh my god. Son of a butthole. Now, there is one left on the list. God, if you can name it, you'll not only get, uh, you'll, you'll take the prize away from, <laughs> from our contestant, but you'll you'll blow me away because this is one that I uh, had completely forgotten about. Well, technically, I'm if still I trying to remember when Sylvester Sloan, what was he, cameraman, you said? Yeah, he was a cameraman. Well, uh, you see him like, uh, and I don't even think it's a speaking role. He's, he's, uh, probably a little part of the like a part of the paparazzi around uh right. um the original uh, cameo is my weakness yes yeah exactly. no, no memory of that at all i remember the no. around the world in 80 days one all right so i don't remember that um so wait if i get this right he wins either way no yeah, actually because, it's true yes no yeah. but i lost so it doesn't all three of us have to be still in the game no if no, all the yeah. answers get answered, then the we make our will... own rules. Tenth anniversary, you're gonna win if Scott gets this. No, no, no. If, if all the if all the items on the list get answered, then uh, uh, then the the contestant always wins. Yeah, Excellent. that's always been the rule. Mm -hmm. um, but that would require me to know this one. So yes, I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, I know we. I don't know. So I'm just say uh, get Carter. It is not Get Carter. Damn it! Uh, congratulations to our caller, Michael from Portland, Oregon. You're getting the prizes. Uh, the last movie is I, something. Yeah, go ahead. I I, I looked it up. I, I was I was well, like you can't say it then I, if you looked it up. No, but I but I came out of this I came out of this game going I had this I had this really weird guess and I looked it up and and it came it was true. Yeah, and I'm really, really proud of myself for having this. Okay, and uh, it was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has this tiny little appearance in a bar in the Rundown. He does. Yes. Wait, the Rundown. Dwayne Johnson, Sean William Scott. The Rundown uh, in the U.S. credited as uh, Welcome to the Jungle outside the U.S. for some reason. Um, but, no, in uh, the U.S. Indeed, it was uh, the Rundown, right? It's, yes. Uh, welcome to the Jungle yep. everywhere. And outside, yeah. exactly outside the U.S. Yeah. It was Welcome to the Jungle. Okay. Yeah. Did uh, I say I, that backwards? No, yeah, but that's okay. And I and I had no freaking idea Schwarzenegger's in that thing. I don't remember that. I, the whole game, I was like, I can't take this chance on the rundown. And I was, <laughs> and I and it would have worked. Well, the tiniest of cameos for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Welcome to the jungle or slash the rundown. Well done, and uh, big thanks to Marshall Thompson for sending in that list. Yeah, winner, winner, winner chicken, chicken dinner. Good job, Michael. You are the winner. That means you just got to send an email to Brian Ibbett here with your details and he will get this stuff to you right away congratulations how do you feel great oh that's fantastic may portland be ever better because you're in it we'll see you later and thanks for playing all right well well done you uh, you guys uh we we not only do we celebrate 10 years but we got a dude some free stuff and that's really what matters that's right yeah end. exactly and we eliminated the possibility of even doing any news on tms today that's yeah. right uh, look, if you're in, predicted. <laughs> my only, my big prediction today that did come true, no time for news, but here's the deal. If you're in Anaheim this coming weekend and you're there for BlizzCon or otherwise, look around for Randy Jordan and shake his hand and say hi. Don't, don't look around. There will only be like really one place to find me. And that's the mailbox at the dark moon fair near the arch. Oh, right. Yep. Come nice. over to, come over to the North hall, second floor. 
of the North Hall to Darkmoon Fair and find me near the Gnomish mailbox. That's that's the best possible way. That's where I've always found you. Yeah, I, yeah. Found, I always find yeah, you there as well. Yeah. I'll no be pins up there, this uh, time around, by the way. No, like no the no uh, blind bags of pins. There like are, buy- there are. Uh, oh, are there? I I hope that's I hope that's not some kind of crazy leak, but there are. There definitely oh. are. Okay, There's well they're not on. They're not for sale on the website yet. I don't know why. Uh, okay. It may there fix may it. be there may be spoilers therein. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but I I saw them, uh, and so I guess I would know. But I, anyway, I saw them. They're <laughs> awesome. I'm really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to doing the pin trading this year. That's gonna that's gonna be my favorite thing. Well, yeah, we you might we might have to we might have to oh uh, trade via proxy or something. Yeah. I'm <laughs> planning on buying us uh, you know a few blind bags, but uh, uh, I was surprised not to see them on the website. So that makes sense if there's something that they're going to be announcing that's in there. <laughs> I love that you're yep. going to get the the one gambly thing that's happening at BlizzCon. Brian's still going to get a piece of. Oh it yeah, Every, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love those. Those pins are so gorgeous. They're so well done. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's awesome. I, uh, yes. I'm really, I'm really excited about about BlizzCon. We've got, uh, yeah. you know, the all of the usual BlizzCon stuff, and we've got people, uh, we've got people coming over from all over Southern California to stand outside, and uh, we're going to try to do our best to take care of those. Yeah, folks. there you go, and hopefully the smoke don't get them. Cause y'all got right. fires. You know what? We've been we've Smoke. been so lucky that the wind changed for us, uh, at least in this area. Mm. Uh, like the wind, the wind wind was coming from the north, and it would have been horrible, but it changed, and so got a little cooler. We had that false autumn, and then and then we've been back to hot, hot, hot summer all yeah. October. Yeah, and uh, and it summer. looks like it looks like we're gonna have <laughs> wind in the in the right direction, so people who are here can have uh, clear skies. Nice. Well, have a fantastic BlizzCon weekend. And may we yes. all meet again at the altar of good times later. Brian Dunaway, you and I today, doing the Boop Show. That's at mm. what, 3.30 Mountain, 5.30 Eastern? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Sweet. I'm very excited about it because I want to talk about the Outer Worlds, among other things. So he and I will oh, be putting yeah. our heads together. That's been a lot of fun, my friend. Yeah, that game's great. Uh, and I will sing its praises later today. It is currently my game of the year 2019. We'll see how that holds. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's a few mm. games left to come out. I wonder how I wonder how I will feel about it tonight. Mm, oh yeah, maybe you'll be the opposite. I don't know who whoever you just knows. Have to tune in. Yeah. So that's uh, Brian Dunaway, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Oh, and get Randy at Randy Deluxe, and uh, we will see you at three thirty at Frogpants.tv. Bye, Brian. See oh. you, Brian. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Let's do a, a song break and then bring in okay. our guests. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Oh, before we do that, tell me what's going on with ANTP this week. What's happening? Yeah, I was just going to say that this this uh, song break is brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster. The judging and elimination for Comedy Week is up on the feed. And if you're paying attention, two people are going home. Oh! today. So two contestants eliminated on Comedy Week. Find out who by listening today to America's Next Top Podcaster. Nice. Uh, all right. Before we bring Steven in, who we haven't seen in a week, so it's good to have him back, uh, we are going to play a song, and uh, we'll be back in a second. Brian, what are we singing? Sing- not singing. For what sure. are we playing? We're listening to Steven <laughs> Adams. Uh, actually, no, we're listening to a request sent in by Steven Adams. Steven, uh, Steve HNH in the tadpole. He says, hey, I'm friends with this artist. He just released his debut EP on uh, October 4th, and it's fantastic. Hope you guys can find room for it on the list. Um, We got uh, approval, and uh, this is great. Horace Holloway from his brand new EP, Tinfoil Stars, uh, a very cool song called El Sanctuario de Chimayo. Again, here is Horace Holloway. We'll see you in just a moment. 
that the soil can heal you. That all you have to do is hold it near you. And people come from miles away. Pictures pinned to the banner of the Virgin They're here for help, but nothing's certain Crucifix on the crutches against the wall Sand along the side of the road Just to place their hands in the dirt At Sanctuario de Chimayo
Skillshare, man. Skillshare is where it's at. And I want to thank Skillshare for supporting the morning stream. Skillshare is pretty great. Uh, they're an online learning community. Let's put it that way. You know, sometimes you hear that and you go, oh, I don't want to be lectured. Well, that's not what this is. We all want to keep learning stuff, right? And they have thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing to design, productivity, and more. Are you a creative type? Are you an artist? Man, do I have good news for you. So whether you're returning from a long-time passion project or to one, or challenging yourself just to get outside of your comfort zone, or maybe you're just, I don't know, exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for people like you. Uh, I love them. They've got all kinds of great stuff for artists like me and you. Uh, you're trying to brush up on your Photoshop skills, trying to improve your illustrator prowess, want to be a better video editor, uh, and countless others. Well, then they're going to have the ones you're going to want to take. Uh, my experience with Skillshare was so, so good. It's so easy to use. Uh, you're just going to have no problem jumping in there. So go check it out. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer. You can get two months of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the Morning Stream listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash TMS. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash TMS to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash TMS. Let's face it. You can feel uneasy about your bathroom. Now we're going to delve into some penis talk. The Morning Stream. Smooth, flowing, and unbroken. We're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. We are truly... Smooth, flowing, and unbroken. That's right. Smooth and convincing, like a couple of podcasters. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we are. Yeah. So yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. So here's the deal. Steven's coming in. Yes. And we're all happy to do it. <laughs> to have we it are happy. happy to, we are happy to do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nothing about this makes us sad. All of it is a good thing. Yes. We're going to do that. We're going to see what's up with him. And we're going to start it with this. Steven. It's Steven Schleicher, all the way from Hayes, Kansas, and the ever-popular major spoilers.com. Steven, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's been a long time. Yeah, a couple weeks, yeah, right? Something yeah, like that. I know. We've missed you. Yeah, I don't like I mean, it. You and I have talked since. because. Oh, they, yes, yes. But, uh, but you know, we don't want to talk much about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I uh, had a little text conversation with him. I may as well bring it up publicly. I was at the <clears throat> university doing that little lecture the other night, and it was totally fun. I had a blast. And uh, one of these kids in the back, I say kids, they're like in their 20s, but hmm. one of them raises his hand and goes, um... What do you think about something, something, major spoilers, critical hit, this kind of talk? And I went, <laughs> whoa, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm a huge Steven fan. And I said, wait, did you know, like, Nerdtacular, he would always come. Oh, no, I came out just for them, like, two years in a row, just to see them. Like, he barely knows me or anything we're doing here except That's for the Schleicher funny. part. 
And I thought that was kind of awesome. So, Love dude, it. you had a huge fan up at the U there. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Nice work. Well, hopefully he's listening. Hello. Yeah. That Hello, place, fan. The, the, <laughs> he might be. They said they were all going to check the morning show out. So we'll see We'll see if they did. Well, good. Anyway. Yeah, uh, when, you first, when you first said, oh, man, I went to teach this class and there's a huge fan of yours in there. It's like, is it Carter? <laughs> <laughs> well, she was there also and she also likes you. But no, in this case, <laughs> whole other dude. And he was super. She you're fine. Yeah, she thinks you're I okay. I consider myself a fan. But, <laughs> but you're, it was great because you were actually the impetus for a big conversation we had about um, D&D and it taking, you know a bigger role in streaming and people playing it all the time and how, and he was, he was, you know, very quick to want to be the guy to point out that you guys have been doing it forever, probably maybe yeah. the longest and that you're still going at it and your 500th episode was coming and all this kind of talk. And it was just, it was great. It was nice to see some yeah. hardcore Steven fandom out there. You know, you deserve we haven't it. been, we haven't been the longest because that would go to the uh, penny arcade guys. With their acquisitions, Inc. Yeah. Um, but we are the longest continuing because they always took breaks like three months, six months, whatever it may be between shows. We've been doing it now into our 10th year, nonstop. Every wow. Week. Like film sack time. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they, yep. uh, I don't even think Acquisitions, Inc. is doing it now at all, are they? I, thought, I, I think they are. are here they? And there. Okay. they certainly do it for their big packs um, conventions. Yeah, they do the stage version of it, but I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. they're recording it, recording it anymore. I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe. Well, anyway, it's good to have you back. Uh, last week we were going to talk, and then things happened. You know, like a carpet guy or something come over. Oh man, what a disaster! <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Uh, and as a result, between two two technicians <laughs> yes, the, in your house, you were the you're carpet cleaners were supposed to come, and the people that were coming to give us an estimate right. on our siding uh, were both coming at the same time. And I was like, well, if they actually show up on time, <laughs> then I should be able to just slide in like f- fifteen minutes late. Right. And sure enough, the guy that was supposed to that needed the most attention showed up at 11.15, and you're calling, and I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, would you just hurry up because i got to answer this <laughs> Well, it was no problem. Totally understand. That stuff happens all the time. But uh, you had this intriguing list of the greatest comics of September. Yeah, so it, there's a couple of interesting things uh, that's going on right now. Um, we've already talked about, or you guys have talked about, Kevin uh, Feige becoming the chief creative officer over all things uh, Marvel. Um, including the comic books, the TV shows, the movies, etc. Right. And it's interesting that before Fox was bought by Disney, uh, Ike Perlmutter basically said, cancel all the X-Men comics. And so you had the death of all these X-Men, or maybe you only had one or two X-Men titles being regularly produced. But then since that deal went through, and since uh, Feige has been uh, officially named, my, now my guess is that he's been doing some X-Men, or he's been doing some of his CCO stuff uh, for about a couple of months now before they made it public. Yeah. Uh, but all of a sudden, we have a flood of X-Men books coming back to the market. And in September, uh, what kind of dominated was the House of X and Powers of X uh, series. Both of really good. I think there are six-issue miniseries is what they are, each of them. Or I'm sorry, not Powers of X, Powers of Ten, House of X, Powers of Ten. Mm. And uh, they concluded, and two weeks ago when we were going to talk, uh, last, or last week when we were going to talk, was the... Uh, launch of the new X-Men number one book that came out uh, as well as the Marauders number one. And then there's X-Men books just coming out the wazoo for the next uh, couple of weeks. So if you are an X-Men fan and you were wondering why Marvel had not been doing a lot of X-Men stuff, well, you no longer have to worry because that stuff is flooding back in. And I have a feeling we might see a reboot announced 
within the next uh, year and a half, two years. So what? So what was Perlmutter's? Why, why in the first place he, were they cutting back? Yeah. So his thing, and this was you know kind of a big. It's a rumor, but I mean it's it's kind of been confirmed by a lot of people that um, 20th Century Fox was making all of the money from the X-Men movie franchise and it wasn't Marvel and the toys weren't selling well. So his thing was, well, why should we support a movie franchise? That's not getting us any money. So just let's cancel this and try to dial it back. He did the same thing when fantastic four was getting a reboot. He canceled all the fantastic four uh, comics. That seems Um, so short sighted to me. That's really weird. Well, I mean, if you have a, an attitude of, well, you know, if I can't have some of that money, nobody's going to get anything. Yeah, there's a bad attitude though because let's say that those movies were any good. I mean they weren't, but let's say they were. <laughs> then I mean Logan was good. Logan was good, but but I would argue that that Logan the film ended up helping sell more old man Logan copies and trades mm-hmm. than they would have sold without it. So mm-hmm. you're going to sell more comics. That's dumb. Especially is, something really as big is. as the X-Men. I understand that they're soured for having to sell off their big franchises when they were in trouble. And now they wish they had them all back and stuff, but that just seemed really funky to me. Yeah, it. it it was really a head scratcher, and I'm sure a lot of people were scratching their head over this. But no longer X Men, lots of X Men, lots and lots of X Men, and all uh, all accounts, uh, House of X and Powers of Ten will be hitting trades. I want to say in January. Yeah. So if you don't want to um, wait until then, you can still go pick up all the individual issues at your local comic shop if you have one nearby. But uh, really, really positive. Uh, reviews all out on on these new x-men books nice i love the cover of the one where the who is that is that scott summers Hold on. i don't know if it's Who's scott the summers big or x on their head with the with the helmet yeah yeah i don't know if it's mm-hmm. scott summers or if it's professor x the powers of 10 series which i think is which that one comes from yeah. um takes these big incremental leaps so it starts at like year one year 10 year 100 year 1000 year 1 million oh, wow kind of jumps yeah uh x force and x factor i believe are both back uh, Marauders uh, launched just this past week. We got a review of that up on the site as well as the X-Men book. And I forget what the other one is. There's one more Excalibur, I want to say, is another one that's back. Oh, wait. Is that the one where they do like the Middle Ages? That's the British. No, that's the British. Oh, uh, okay. X- X-Men. I love that. It was called like 1682 or something. What was well, they called? did have that. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, 1609, I believe, was the. Oh, I loved uh, that. The stuff that was set back in the ancient uh, period. I know it was gimmicky, but I was so into it. I thought that was really they, cool. They did one not too long ago. I was going through now that my my nerd room of doom is slowly <laughs> starting to be refilled with stuff, and I'm starting to cull through all of my comic books. I, I forgot that Marvel had this run. I think it was called 1872, mm-hmm. where they basically were like, "What if Marvel Universe, but in the 1870s?" Oh, interesting. So, kind of turn of yeah. the century industrial mm-hmm. age stuff yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. cool i love that kind of stuff i don't know i don't know why i don't think it works in movies as well but you know steampunk batman or freaking like anytime these guys decide to just what if it was set here i get mm-hmm. ex- i get excited i feel like comics can afford you that that weird fantasy of trying out yeah. other other space or whatever uh, so house of cool. x and powers of x did really well in september the number two comic that was shipped to uh, to comic shops in September was Spider-Man number one. That's the J.J. Abrams and Son uh, and Sarah Pacelli uh, book. Oh, how uh, that is that? One had, came out to mixed reviews. Yeah, yeah. But I the mean, number one shipping comic, uh, I was surprised, was Spawn number 300. Oh, right. oh wow. Yeah. That's because he, well, it's a big deal, right? 300 is a big, it big is. number. Yeah. It's a big, yeah, I mean, it's a big round number issue, but I... Um, For has, indie comics... 
there's not been a comic that has reached that no. milestone, although Savage Dragon is getting really close. Yeah, he and just needs a few more porn, the, porn covers, and he'll be there. He'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, considering that uh, Spawn, I don't think, comes out as regularly as Savage Dragon, Savage Dragon may surpass that. But uh, Todd McFarlane was able to uh, receive a Guinness Book of World Records award a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember if it's at L.A. Comic Fest or... Was at another convention he was at, but uh, he he got a Guinness Book of World Records for Spawn number three hundred and three hundred and one, which I think is coming out in the next week or two. And that brought didn't three hundred? He did a bunch of the art. Capullo came back, did a bunch yep, of something. And, yep, Scott Snyder came in and wrote some stuff, and a bunch of other people working on this. Yeah, project. It's pretty cool. I kind of want to pick it up actually. I think I might. You might as well. Uh, it, it's it's worth reading. It's a big thick book. It is very expensive. It's an eight dollar book because it's oversized, but it it outsold everything else. Basically three to one. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, Scott J. Scott crazy. Campbell contributed some art to it. Mm-hmm. Well, sexy lady, probably. Probably. Anyway, you never know. Or sexy spawn. That's what he makes. He makes sexy people. Yeah. I found while I was going through my collection, I found a bunch of Todd McFarlane autographed books yeah. in my collection that I forgot that I had. Oh, wow. Which was kind of cool. Do you have certificates of authenticity? I, I actually, they do have certificates <laughs> oh, of authenticity. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? And I flipped it over. It's like, oh, certificate of authenticity. And I flip it back over. It's like, yeah, there's a signature right there. So, wow. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, so many of the signatures that I've gotten from comic creators were way before they started doing the mm-hmm. certificates of authenticity. So yeah. one thing you know, that I do, one thing yeah. that I do, and other people can do this, if, is if you're going to a show and you're getting people to sign your books, take a quick picture of yes, the person of signing the comic. And then that way you can say, hey, look, here's me getting this uh, comic sign. Exactly. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear something weird? I'm going to play some old audio from 2008 of my interview with Tom McFarlane. Hold on. It's okay. just short. 11 years old. Hey, everybody. Joining me on the phone is none other. Who is that baby face voice? That <laughs> Listen to that young, young voice. Child. Oh, my God. That's only 10 Hi, years ago. Um, <laughs> it's Scott Johnson, and I'm going to be interviewing uh, Todd McFarlane. I guess my voice is getting lower the older I get. That's weird. And the Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn, creator of Image Comics, creator of what I think is the... Uh, hold on. Draw crooked eye. Just all, good as all that and, testosterone. And I started, I started teaching myself, uh, again, how to put anatomy together, and eventually... Uh, when I'm- Anyways, like it's almost like my I had the low T then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No T from no T to low T. No T to low T. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, well, that's that's pretty cool. I guess grats to them for bringing Spawn yeah. back into the forefront like that in the, such quick yeah. fashion. The interesting thing is when you look at the top ten, there's a lot of lot of Marvel, obviously, with the powers of ten and sure. House of X in there. But then, kind of bookending number one and number ten. Also, an $8 book is Harleen number one from DC Comics. Now, this is by, uh, I don't know how you say his first name. It's Stepan or Stephen uh, Sedgik, who um, is a European artist who does some pretty interesting work. If you've ever, ever seen the stuff that he does with Sunstone and other things, it's it's pretty erotic kind of stuff. But uh, Harleen tells kind of the origin story of Harley Quinn. It is fascinating and it's beautiful to look at. So if you like beautiful art, you like an interesting story, you're all up on Harley Quinn uh, Har- Harleen number one and Harleen number two, I think comes out next week. Um, good, ch- good time to jump on that book. Uh, it's just beautiful to look at. And it's good. Yeah. Like story's good and all that. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Very it's, solid. It's not just her walking around. Hey, bats. Freaking. No, it, beep, beep, beep. it really, it really starts with her as a legit, um, psychiatrist or psychologist trying to figure out how can we stop crime and slowly being degraded and put down because she's a woman and because 
of some things from her past that keep coming up. And then she meets the Joker mm -hmm. and she's just instantly uh, attracted to him on a number of different levels. All right. I mean, the Joker's a sexy man. What can you say? Yeah. Uh, well, that sounds great. What a nice list. You know, it sounds like a, I mean, is this normal for September? Is it always a good month or is it just, uh, uh... overall the comic book sales, as far as the number of comics shipped were up about 10% graphic, uh, graphic novel sales slipped about 2%, which is not uncommon. Yeah. Um, overall the comics industry compared to this time last year is up about 5% in the number of uh, titles shipped, but also because we're starting to get some creep in pricing. Uh, the overall dollar amount went up by about 10%. Year to date, we're still behind in the number of comics that were shipped, but up about 2% in the overall money made. So Interesting. That's just a rise in it's, prices it's, per comic, you're saying? Like, yeah, well, I mean, when you've got, and especially in the number 10, when you have two comics that are eight bucks a piece, that means that if oh, yeah. people are buying a lot of those, the overall amount of money that you're bringing in from comics is going to rise. Eight bucks is too much. It kind of is. But in the case of both of these books, Spawn 300, it's oversized. The Harleen, Harleen one is um, a special format, a, a graphic novel size format. Um, and the art is just brilliant in there. It's totally worth the eight bucks. Hmm. All right. Well, you're making me want to watch or read Spawn again. I never realized that Harley Harley Quinn's real first name is Harleen. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that either. I was, Harleen yeah, Quinzel. So did did uh, Kevin Smith name his daughter Harleen or Harley? No, Harley. Harley. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. choice. <laughs> but isn't that a lot of Batman villains have this? Like, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, sure, Victor Victor Freeze. Yeah, Victor Freeze, dude. Oh yeah. Gee, I Don't wonder who Joe. he's gonna uh, end up being. I wonder what power he'll wield. Something to make Mr. people Kerr, cold. Joe Kerr. You yeah. know he he. Yeah, Joe Kerr. That's same thing. Uh, who else? Joe Kerr. Who else was there? There was. Uh, Edward Nigma is a good example. Oh know. yeah, Ed Nigma. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. I and Doctor Hugo Strange. That's his straight up name before he goes. Yeah. Before he goes strange. That's true. And Doctor yeah. Strange in the Marvel side, it's sort of the same joke. Stephen know? Strange, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Still kind yeah, of yeah. the same idea. Anyway, well, this is great. Uh, having you back is especially great. And uh, and boy, do you have a devoted fan here in Salt Lake City. So just go to bed knowing that tonight, and uh, everything will be fine. Hey, yeah. uh, Steven Schleicher, what else is going on on the side or anything else you want people to be paying attention to? I played The Outer Worlds uh, for the first time this weekend on our Twitch stream, oh. twitch.tv slash major spoiler. So uh, I so might continue good. that next weekend as well. Uh, so go uh, subscribe and check that out. It's twitch.tv slash major spoilers. It's very good, that game. It's interesting. It's very I'm, good. I'm, it's, if you, I would say that it's a good game, but I, uh, having come off Red Dead Redemption 2 and... Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I I see a lot of similarities, but there also feels like there's something lacking. Well, aesthetically this, though, it's beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. this game is. Uh, I'll tell you who will love this game. If you already like the Fallout series, everything previous to '76, uh, but like Fallout New Vegas in, in particular, because the same developers made that, um, mm -hmm. or or Skyrim and you know the Elder Scrolls games. This is one of those. A little tighter. Uh, in terms of, it's not just a giant open world you can get, you know, totally lost in and forget what the hell you're doing. Um, so they, they've, it's a little more structured than usual, but it's kind of one of those. And if you like those, this is going to be your game of the year. If you're more akin to the other titles you just suggested, I would say that maybe not. But it's, I'm loving it. It's, oh, I love these things. I love, and I love that developer. They make the kind of RPGs I want to play. So mm -hmm. I'm totally into it. Anyway, play more and let me know what you think. I'd be curious. All right, I will. I will. I will. I will. And just as a early recommendal, if none of you guys have uh, seen it yet, 
Uh, Dolomite is my name with Eddie Murphy on Netflix. Ooh, so so good. Is it good? It is really good. That's what I heard. And, our, and, and he's coming and I think back for people to, who are or, sorry, people who are indie creators. Yeah, really need to watch that movie. Yeah, it's a um, it's a story I've always wanted to heard told anyway. And I heard Murphy's great in it. And he's going to be back on SNL to promote it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So you might get like a Mr. Robinson again or something out of him or Gumby. I don't know. Guess we're going to find out. Steven Schleicher, everybody. Majorspoilers.com. Major Spoilers on Twitter. We'll see you later. Stay hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> see you, Steven. Yeah, I do want to see that Eddie Murphy thing. Yeah. He can act when he needs to. Right, exactly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny thing. On his driving in cars with Jerry Seinfeld getting coffee or whatever yeah. it's called, Yeah, he doesn't do the laugh at all. No, you know, it's a very, for a while, it's a very serious Eddie Murphy. Not serious, but like a very... He's super Subdued chilled Eddie out. Murphy. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not the 80s Eddie Murphy at all. And the no. stuff he was saying about Bill, Bill Cosby was, man, that, that oh, is yeah. an interesting thing, that whole thing. A really good good episode of that. Yeah, very good. Recommend it. All right. Daryl is on his way. Whoops. Trek nerd. Daryl. As far as I know. Daryl, never... get in here and tell us about some Star Trek. You can never tell because he just shows up as blank, but then he answers. Oh, he shows up as blank in real life, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. What you say is true. <laughs> Although he's not answering this time. Hmm, Daryl. Hmm. Well, that's weird, yes. I'm oh, here. hi. You're here. You called me back for some reason, which was very weird. Uh, but <laughs> but don't worry about it because having you here is all we needed. And now his theme. Oop, wrong one. Oh, wrong one. Where are you? Oh. Hello, and welcome to <laughs> Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? It's Daryl Skeels, everybody. Oh, He's the I'm terrible with soundboards. <laughs> He's the Trek nerd. He comes here on Mondays, talks about Star Trek stuff, and we actually have some today, which is exciting because it's been a little bit dry lately, not a lot of stuff going on. But uh, we got ideas about what's happening on Lower Decks. This is the animated thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the deets? Fill us in. Well, the, the characters are supposed to be fans of Data and Janeway. Oh. So the characters themselves are fans. Yes. Okay. Uh, wait, of Data and Janeway, in what context? Just separately, they really like them, admire them? like that, As far as I know, yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's, it's like, I guess, anybody in any business that admires someone in the same business. Okay, so if it was like... Um, uh, let's say you're a, you're a young buddy musician and you think of... Prince, and you go, man, Prince was awesome. I want to be like Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just like that. Okay, but does this take? I mean, uh, Janeway, quote unquote, disappeared for quite a while, right? And because Data's the, uh, dead too. Yeah, Data's oh, in a drawer. Oh, oh, oh. Well, dude, freaking, go watch We've Nemesis. Seen him, he's in a drawer in Picard. Yeah, but <laughs> he's also well. he's in he's in Nemesis, and he dies, and he doesn't die, but he gets put. He basically gets. What happens? I forget. He gets. He gets uh, shut down. Oh, right. And Bo- and uh, Bo- uh, B4 is the new data, right? Remember that dumb idea? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was bad. That was terrible. That movie, I love Nemesis, but I hate that part. It sucks. Anyway, sorry. That's not the point. So these characters uh, are big fans of the data and Janeway, but you say the show's not for kids and it's full of adult humor. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought this was for kids. Yeah. No, no. There's, they're the doing one, a the separate Nickelodeon thing. Okay. Right. So is this just going to be like a Family Guy skit the whole time, do you think? I think it's going to be like a, yeah, probably like a Family Guy skit, probably closer to Robot Chicken Okay, just kind of humor, just, right? Just, or, the, or that one that I don't watch because I don't like the art 
Oh, which one's the that? Big Mel? <laughs> big Mel? No. No, the the one that Adventure. looks they're the main guy. Oh, Rick and Morty? Like, yeah, that one. Oh, you don't like <laughs> Rick and Morty's art? That's funny. You're dead to me, yeah. Skeels. <laughs> <laughs> I love the art. I think the art makes it for me. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, if it's that kind of humor, actually, I'd be all into that kind of humor because Star Trek would lend itself really well to the idea of weird time sure. travel and strange. Yep. Uh, ooh, there's a thing off the starboard bow. What's oh, it doing? Commander Data, we're going to <laughs> go to this planet that's all. <laughs> I don't know, Rick. I don't think we should go to that planet. He doesn't talk like that. I don't know, isn't Rick. That just, what? Isn't that just Back to the Future? It is. Well, well, yeah, that's what it was originally intended to be. Okay. Yeah, they're making they said, fun well, of it, but it's a lot more yeah. than that. If you haven't, you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. No, I you watched tried. it and couldn't get into it. Oh, well, yeah, no, it's it's pretty creative, but it's also yeah, it's a it's a that's broad a parody where... of that, sure. And you've got to, and you've got to, I think you've got to watch a couple full episodes before you start to say, all right, I'm in the, I feel I'm in the groove of the humor because otherwise you're kind of going against the grain. It's like, all right, what is the, you know? Yeah, it takes a second. But after two episodes, it's like, oh, I am so hooked. This is how I am with, uh, Disenchanted is like this for me on, on Netflix. It took me two, three episodes. And once I was like in the rhythm, I love that. I love that cartoon. I couldn't wait for a second season. I love the second season. Like, I think it's as, as good as anything, so so yeah. Daryl, you should give another what's shot. What's that Bob Odenkirk uh, cartoon? Uh, oh no, uh, Better he, Call Saul. No, no, he, no, no, Big Mouth, right or no? No, is that, no, is he, no, no. He's into Big it's, Mouth. Uh, like the rotoscope, the whole. Yeah, thing. it's on. It's on Amazon Prime. I forgot the name of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, fully really animated. Good. The people oh. are rotoscoped through the whole thing. It's like a. What's it remind me of? A little bit like Scanner Darkly. A little bit. Remember that? Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Kind yeah, like I that. didn't. That, that movie was too distracting. That movie, undone, undone. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I watched a bit of this with Kim, and it was super interesting. It's um, hmm. I'm not sure where it's going, but it seems like it's a thing. And, uh, is it? Uh, what's the what's the scoop of that one? Is it? Um, Do people like it? You mean like philosophical, spacey kind of stuff? Because I'm looking at photos, and it looks like it's yeah, kind philosophical kind of. Um, if her dead father, who's Bob Odenkirk, is guiding her through time to do this stuff and save him and yeah. all this other stuff, it's it's good, really good though. I like it. Yeah, it's odd. It's an interesting. I mean, it's one of those things you watch and go, "Oh, this is why we have streaming services because they can get experimental and not and not spend the whole." Bank. You know, yeah, back yeah. in the day, this never makes it on TV. There's like not a chance this is ever on TV. But it's it's interesting. Sure. Um, not for kids adult humor I'm into that I like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90s cameos tell me what that means it, just what it says uh, it's kind of cryptic like what, sure Alfonso what Ribeiro and uh, the cast of Designing Women or what are we talking here <laughs> oh that's a good deep cut dude that's good <laughs> Alfonso sure. Ribeiro and the cast of Designing Women are going to be on Star Trek <laughs> or is it like 90s Star Trek uh, cameo? Yeah, it'd probably be that, right? Like Jake Sisko is going to show up and do a voice or something weird like I that. I think that's most likely. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> oh, I love that other idea, though. Maybe other 90s uh, people get in there. Joey, Joey Lawrence. We want a Joey Lawrence episode. Will, will my happen. two dads make an appearance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we get that going? The cast of uh, Northern Exposure, perhaps? They could show up. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they're 10 episodes total, 30 minutes each. 
do these all they're not releasing it this uh, once this is a disney channel thing right or something no the cbs all access, cbs all yeah, access so sorry I, yeah. I think it's going to be like the others and come out once a week i mean I legit... we don't know a start date of that though right no it's going to be late what did they say 2021 i think oh Holy wow okay, so we still have a couple of years to wait for this one so they've well a year about a year they've Dead recorded all the dialogue all the audience, well you know the next year is 2020 yeah, but it's almost that now. Yeah, it is almost that now. Yeah, but late 2021 means we're late no, 2019. I, yeah, so two years. Yeah, I meant not to say Daryl apparently is also playing with time travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too good. No, I, I was going to say I was going to say late 2020 and then change oh, it. Oh, So this is the problem with the uh, 2020s. We're going to be doing that a lot, I think. Yeah. By the way, if you're born today... You will be in the graduating class of 2037. That's, oh, yeah. That's all pretty cool. All the babies will be glad to hear yeah, that. Yeah, all the babies, like Van, will be graduating in 2037. <laughs> My right. son, Nicholas, who's 19, will be 37 years old. Start stocking up on those uh, those uh, 2037 graduating class napkins and streamers. <laughs> I don't know why. I just did the math yesterday for no reason. <laughs> And it was just interesting to think that that's even a year, you know, like if how is you, that even and if a you're, year? And if you're born to a baby born today, yeah, will be a year old one year from now. There you go. Make that? figure that out. That's amazing. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a bright red on air light on his head. There it is. Uh, did you know they had a bright red light on that thing? There's a oh, there's a red light on air light. You notice that? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, so Daryl, let me ask you this question here. Um, do you think that uh, they're going to go to Riza? And uh, do adult humor on the pleasure planet. You think that'll happen? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. I think they will. All right. You yeah. think? Do you think when you say adult humor, like how adult? Like we talking? Full I don't think we're gonna. Be, I don't think it's gonna be like there heavy metal any... cartoon, animated heavy metal cartoon level. <laughs> there, I don't think there'll be any bouncing. Okay, but you don't like yeah. like I don't know if you've seen Big Mouth, but it's. Uh, I bet it won't be as hard as as Big Mouth. Oh, it can't, it can't be right. No way. No, no. Because that sure. show. Whew, they, they I, I'm rip. guessing, you know, on the level of uh, probably Robot Chicken and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm into it, though. Go to Ryza. Go to go do that. Let's get Riker up in this somehow. I don't know how, but get him in there. Mm -hmm. He seems willing. Have him uh, straddle a bunch of chairs. Yeah, whole bunch of chairs, one after another. <laughs> Just boom, boom, boom. Uh, I'm into it. When you say bouncing, you mean boobs, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, I don't mean that. Oh, you mean... Oh, oh, oh he means <laughs> the sex. Oh, you mean the sex, the actual sex. Bouncing? Yeah. What? Who calls it bouncing? <laughs> That's what they do on the set. Yeah, but nobody's... When I grew up, I didn't go, hey... Eric, you gonna do some bouncing this weekend? Like, but doesn't <laughs> I've never heard that before. All right, that's fine. It's my own. What do you thing. say we head back to my place and do some bouncing? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no is the answer. No, I don't want to go to your house. Uh, all right, well that's uh, fantastic. Daryl Skeels, everybody. He is the Trek Nerd. Brings us this great information every Monday. You can follow him on Twitter at the Trek Nerd and at the fine podcast known as This Week in Trek at thisweekintrek.com. Daryl, is there anything else you want to say to the people? Just this little thing. No, no, it's not that. Okay. Sela, remember, from Trek, from TNG, yeah. the Romulan, mm -hmm. yeah. played mm -hmm. by Denise Crosby, yeah. might make an appearance on Picard. Whoa. As a oh. bad... Will it be her, or will it be her hands holding a couple of action figures? <laughs> <laughs> 
Nerdtacular deep cut. Um, Sorry for all the deep cuts, folks. No, 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 they're good. I really want you to Google a lot. These are really good. These are great callbacks. Um, no, let me think for a second. Wait, she's a bad. She's bad in this. Yeah, like she's in, a, well, she was bad. Yeah, she was. Sila was bad. Was she a villain? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, she was. It was in two. Or it was no more things. Or was the what's the final episode? No, all no, good. All good all things. Good. <laughs> no more things. No more things. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no more things. All right. Well, but I look forward to seeing that. That's a good rumor. Nice rumor. Good pull. Uh, wow. You all right, Daryl? You gonna be <laughs> do it? Ga ga ga. All right. Yes. Almost as good as uh, Encounter at PowerPoint Station. That was a, a great uh, pilot episode. Encounter at Keynote. Yeah, that was a good one. Right. Exactly. Uh, by the way, the key version of the new version of Keynote runs so good on the iPad Pro. I just can't say enough about it. I used it at that lecture, cool. and it was awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Really easy. All right, um, that's it for that. Now, you might say to yourselves, isn't it Monday, Scott? Don't you guys have a Monday mashup from TMS Mashups? And the answer is yes, we do. And it's important to preface this by saying TMS Mashups is currently in the throes of a family-wide household stomach flu bug mm -hmm. thing. And uh, so we're thinking of you, buddy. You still somehow yeah. pounded one of these out. I haven't touched the mashup because I don't want to get sick by touching the digital <laughs> Hold it with gloves, yes. Yeah, so I've tried Purell, really hard to do that. Play this. Uh, this is called... Uh, Sesameth Street. Okay. Okay. For whatever that's worth. Here it is. Enjoy. Do show now. Make show good. You do show? Mmm. Me like when you do show. Why do I have this boner? Wait, didn't we do this one? I don't recognize it, did we? I What's it called? It's called Sesameth Street. I swear. Oh, we, did we this totally one. did. Yes. We did do this one. Hold on. Let me look at the thing. <laughs> Team is mashups in there right now going, hold on a second. Yeah, that's the old one. Did I grab the wrong one? Hold on, here we go. Um, I'm looking. I uh, just I never look at these or I don't play them ahead of time because I think they're. Oh yeah, this is old. Uh, yeah, there's not one in there. Oh man, there's not oh, one no. in there. Oh, that's TMS all right. Mashups. That's all right. Feel he better. Says, feel better. TMS mashups. Oh, he says. Uh, he says check now. now. Oh, okay, semi attention. Semi attention. That doesn't sound good either. <laughs> All right, send me attention. Now we're playing it. Enjoy. We're going to do a show now. That's what was making okay, that echo. I believe you. Okay. I'm moist like a towelette. <laughs> it's that. total Oscar bait. Oh, we love some Oscar bait. Mm, Oscar bait. <laughs> I'm a chronic Oscar baiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about what you've done. Think about what you've done. Think about Iggy. Just think about it for a while. Yeah, you think about it. Oh, yeah, well, I'm planning on going on concert, going to tour. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, you know, get on the tour bus. <laughs> No one deserves this fate. Brad can watch, but he's got to pay $1,000. <laughs> You'll go full dick if you have to. Exactly. Bro. Oh, my gosh. She did an on-air light on the edge of the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> gosh. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. Oh, my God. There's like a red on-air light on this thing. <laughs> my fingers always get stuck when I run them through your hair. Did you guys notice that there was a red on-air light on that thing? <laughs> Turn off that bloody noise, Philip! I don't know what it is. Oh, that! I compare you to a kiss from a Oh, man, I'm slipping to Michael McDonald for that one. I can't seal without Michael McDonalding. 
I'm alright, hang on, guess where I'm alright. I'm just gonna lean full into Michael McDonald. So far. I don't know where your American thing for sweet boys with no lids comes from. Where do you yinks get off with your lidless pies, your sweet pies? You want me to change your adult diaper? <laughs> you made a poopy. I'm going to split my face. <laughs> this company, they're going to give me $100,000. <laughs> By joining the call that way, it eats uh, goat dick is the problem. So I have to go to actually have to join the call a different way. There's no worse dick than goat dick. No worse dick than goat dick. Yep. You will have my full attention, sir. Ooh, gross. Give me All right, well. just your brain attention. Just a half? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need? A semi. <laughs> Give me your semi-attention. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, man. That was really good this week. Nice job. I'm glad uh, we figured it awesome. out and uh, it was in there. But he's also sick and we forgive him. You know, he's Yeah, sick. poor guy. Yeah, we totally forgive for you, buddy. That was a really funny one. Nice job. Man, if that doesn't get you to go over to patreon.com slash TMS and support us, I don't know what will. Seriously. I mean, support him that was intense y'all should go do that oh and i know i promised last week i'd play that 10 year anniversary thing that uh, jamie did uh oh, but yeah. i forgot so i will do it at the end of the today show 100 percent positive because it's on this sure. note so it's happening i guarantee it's happening today sure. sure you'll believe it when you hear it um all right i think that's it go to our website frogpants.com slash tms and uh check out all the stuff we have there Hey, Brian, let's play a song and go. Do you have one? I'd love that. Yes. Uh, Cynia wrote in and said, hey, Skeleton and Banshee, Skeleton and Banshee. Whoa. I want to know if you could play this funky cover of the song Megalovania from Undertale. I'm pretty sure that fans would really enjoy this version. If you'd rather play something else than any song involving skeletons would be perfect for injecting a little backbone into the upcoming holiday. Thank you both so much for helping to bring some levity into my life as well as attracting such an accepting community. Having all of you there in the background has helped me through the anxiety of beginning transition and coming out to my less than accepting family. Oh, I appreciate everything that you do more than I could possibly express. Love the show though. And lastly, does Scott still have scooters or did he get a DW? Oh man. Okay. So this is always a challenge because yeah, I know this we had that changeover of computer. Then That's I lost right. a bunch of files. But I'm going to search well, while for While you're anyway. looking, I'll tell Cynia that uh, you're always welcome here in uh, the tadpole. We love you and appreciate you. And uh, oh yeah, glad you, to have you. Yeah, you, you listen. This here's the one truth I can tell you for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. Well, a I don't ever understand when a family doesn't do when they can't deal with this. Yeah. Because yeah. do you love your kid or don't you? I don't exactly. care. If Nick could come home right now with one eye in the middle of his forehead, a tail. And tell me that he's eight different sexualities and that his uh, boogers are gold. I don't care. He can tell me whatever I think you he don't wants. understand transitioning. <laughs> I'm not, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I could have a, a, a smaller example of this. But you'd love your kid or you freaking don't. Of course, yes. So love your kids or don't have them, you a-holes. Oh, it makes me mad. Anyway, you're you're totally accepted here. Don't you worry about that. Absolutely. Even if you have an eye in the middle of your forehead and you have uh, gold snot. Well, sure. gold snot could get you far in this world. You might be able to... Well, if it's real gold, as long as it's not fool's gold snot. No, it'd be real gold. You, you'd go in and okay. cash it in. All right. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, I can't find DWI because I think it got lost in the mix, so I apologize. Aww. It's not there. I tried. I tried. That's right. You get my impersonation. Yeah. Here it is. Okay. They're all going to laugh at you. you (laughs) Nailed it. I pressed the wrong button. Uh, All right. Uh, The request is uh, for Undertale Megalovania. This is the version by Sim 
regret oh it's not showing up here we go sim gratina the sim gratina remix of undertale from or muglevania from undertale going out to cinea Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs>